When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Inside Texas publisher, Eric Nalin. Eric, how are you doing today? Doing great, Bobby. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, you made some waves in Texas internet land yesterday. Uh, I think that uh, now, so the question, I just got to go straight out with it. Uh, you put in a prediction for Arch Manning uh, to Texas. I know that's where you had been thinking that that uh, Manning was potentially leaning or where you thought it might happening. What made you go ahead and put that prediction in yesterday? Yeah, uh, well, first of all, I want to make sure everybody knows that we're not trying to take a victory lap on this or anything, because, it, you know, <clears throat> if, you, if you followed our reporting for a long time, then you're, you're going to give it some credibility. If you haven't, you've never even heard of me, then you're probably going to brush it off. And I understand that. Um, but the reason I put that prediction in yesterday is mainly because I had wanted to put it in every day for the last three weeks. Uh, I really sat on this and thought about it and, and made as many checks as I could. Um, I ran back to everybody that has ever known anything about this recruitment. Um, and, you know, all my all my best signs still pointed towards Texas in UT's favor. Um, you know, I've never bought into him waiting until the fall to decide that doesn't that doesn't align with anything I've actually heard. Um, I haven't been too uh, concerned about other uh, the, the Johnny come latelys of LSU with the new staff and, and Florida with the new staff. Why would he go to Florida? He's going to fly over Alabama to go play for Billy Napier. I'm just not buying that. Um, so a lot of my intuition, uh, independent of my information, says that it's, you know, it's Texas. And then all my information points to Texas as well. And I think, you know, that we broke the news that he's going to visit in March, uh, March 26th. And I've been uh, telling readers that it wouldn't surprise me if he made another trip back in the spring. And at that point, I think everybody's going to be thinking what I've been saying. So why not just get out there in front of it? Got it. Um, you know, you mentioned this and, and we've talked about it at length that, you know, they, this is a, a recruitment that is so uh, it's so talked about that there are odds in Vegas about where <laughs> where he will go. Um, I've never personally heard of that. I've, I've, I, you know, I've been doing this for almost 30 years now. Never heard of odds in Vegas on where we would go. Uh, but I will say of the odds that I had seen, it felt like Georgia was overstated and maybe Texas was understated at that point. Well, you know, they're, they're making those odds for the public and the general public isn't going to be as privy to the same information we have. You know, those odds are a good chance for inside Texas members to make uh, to recoup the cost of their sub if they if they trust me enough to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're 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 going on public uh, surface level uh, intuition. And I still come up with some of that. You know, I was talking to a recruit the other day that doesn't really know anything, but uh, he thought Ole Miss, you know, because, you know, Eli went there and Archie went there and I'm like, OK, well, you don't know anything. Um and so, yeah, I mean, I can understand why they put those odds there. It is kind of counter counterintuitive after Texas went five and seven. But those people, you know, when when people are saying Alabama just because it's Alabama or Georgia just because it's Georgia, they're telling me that they don't really understand how how this recruitment is going or how it's been going for the past year, really. 
Got it. Um, and right now, for sure, Cle we know Clemson is out. The family is, is, has confirmed that. Uh, but Texas, Georgia, Alabama, LSU, uh, Ole Miss to a degree, potentially Florida to a degree. That's, you know, that is all. And, and, and even though you've, and I think you did a great job of explaining yourself, Eric, uh, of uh, how you're saying, look, I'm not saying he's absolutely going to Texas, you know, put it in the bag, it's over and done with. You're saying this is what you're, you're thinking is, is happening. Um, and so there are still others out there. Uh, I, I Did he win a state basketball championship this past weekend too? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like he's, Arch is sitting here worried about what right. the next thing's going to be said on him and the internet. He's, he's busy uh, playing other sports. Yeah. You know, I saw a couple of people, you know, what? That, that's the first uh, formal prediction I've ever put in actually. And, you know, it's, they're probably going to be few and far between. That was kind of uh, just to, to back up uh, to my readers, you know, they pay me, they pay us uh, this, this amount of money that's harder to come by every day. Uh, and I wanted to put my money where my mouth is on that, you know, and say, look, I'm not just, I've been covering this for a year. Uh, this is my my proof of, of way of, of that the what I'm reporting is exactly what I believe to be true. You know, some people think we try to do, uh, drum up business. Um, somebody accused us of that this morning, and I'm like, that's really short sighted. If I'm wrong here, that sticks with me for a very long time. And and you know, if anybody that knows me knows that I like to be right more than anything else, so <laughs> I'm not going to just put a prediction out there to to get a short fleeting bump in subs or whatever. Um, but yeah, you know, I. I it's not done officially. Uh, if it was done officially, I probably wouldn't have put in a prediction. But, um, you know, I, I don't think it's going to go well in the summer or anything like that. And so, yeah, I just wanted to get ahead of it. And, uh, you know, that's that's all my information is pointing in the same direction. And, and it has for a very long time. Obviously, there was a, a little bit of a blip there um, with the way the season went. But all the things that have been going for in Texas's favor uh, since the beginning, uh, even, you know, some of the things they liked about Texas predated uh, Sarkeesian being hired. I was I was mentioning Arch and uh, Texas when uh, Tom Herman was there, uh, even when they were even before they got the first uh, uh, commitment from uh, Quinn Ewers. I was mentioning that they were going after both of these guys. Now, I, I never would have believed that Arch would have signed with Tom Herman uh, just because, I, you know, I don't think that offense would ever uh, been anything that he wanted to play in. Uh, similar to why, you know, Clemson sort of fell off there. They don't want to go to an offense where they run the quarterback like, you know, they're running Trevor Lawrence. They're going to run Arch Manning, too. They didn't want any part of that. Uh, but they liked the school. And so that school, the fondness of the school carried over. And, you know, they run in the same circles as a, as a lot of UT people, and they are sort of UT people. Gotcha. Um, maybe the most, you know, other than the prediction itself, the, the thing that I find interesting in this discussion is that you really are firming up on this timeline that that while he said you know he's open on he hasn't really decided on a timeline per se you think it's going to be before uh fall before next season begins say right that that's really what i'm hearing you predict more as much as anything right yeah i don't think he's gonna uh take it in that long i don't know um you know, he, he, he likes to get in these little grooves where he's very focused on the task at hand, like you just mentioned basketball. Uh, and now, now he's got a little brief window before spring ball starts up. So I'm wondering if he's either going to do it right before spring, his, his spring ball, not UT spring ball, uh, or after his spring ball. So I think it's going to be, you know, either one or two. If we get through, um, if we get right up to the point where he's, he's beginning to start spring ball, then I think he'll probably push it to after that. But I think uh, early summer at the latest is, is really what I'm, I'm gleaning from everything I've heard. Gotcha. Um, let's move on to some other recruiting topics here. Uh, first of all, I want to uh, put a plug in for Inside Texas. 
Inside Texas is your source for uh, Longhorn football, basketball, and recruiting news. Uh, Eric, uh, and Inside Texas has been around for more than 30 years now, online-only pu publication. Uh, and Eric and I both are on the message boards daily. We also have Paul Wadlington, Jerry Hamilton, Joe Cook, Justin Wells. Uh, uh, am I missing anybody there uh, right now? Uh, uh, Ian Boyd, your buddy Ian. Oh, Ian, Boyd. I forgot about Save him. Bacon on the Eskimos talk, man. Yeah, Ian, Ian as well. I apologize. Uh, uh, can't forget him. But anyways, long story short, please consider a subscription uh, to Inside Texas if you really like to follow the horns on an in-depth level. There's no place like it. Moving on to another recruiting matter, Eric, is Carson Dean. Um, the young man out of Hebron and the Louisville area up in the up in DF. Uh, DFW committed to Arkansas a couple of days ago. Uh, you and I were talking prior to this uh, about his commitment to Arkansas. Texas had offered, but had they really pushed his commitment? What, I mean, pushed for his commitment, or was this one of those that they were going to offer and track, so to speak? Yeah, I think it's an offer and track for sure. Uh, you know, he's a he's an interesting prospect, but I, I do question about his long term fit. And I think Texas had the same uh, questions as well. Is he an inside linebacker? I don't think so. And I don't think they did either. Uh, and then if he's an edge prospect, you know, he'd be a buck outside linebacker, the same position that, you know, Joe Osai played two years ago and Ovia Gufo and Ray Thornton played last year. Then, then the question is, is he your best target and how, how hard do you want to push? And then I, again, I think the answer was no, he's probably not the best option. Uh, and Arkansas is being very aggressive. So, you know, I like, I like what Arkansas is doing. However, I question the fit with him there too. You know, it's kind of like Drew Sanders going there. Is, is he going to play off the ball? Because if he's playing off the ball, I don't think that's necessarily his, his best position, but um, he's a very good athlete. He, he reminds me a little bit of Mike Mitchell. We were talking about uh, offline at the 2013. He was very highly rated. He was one of the top five recruits in that loaded uh, Ohio state class that had Vaughn Bell, Eli Apple. Mike Mitchell was actually rated ahead of, uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, but he's more of a straight line guy and uh, football's not played in straight lines. And so he wasn't able to really translate off uh, playing off the ball. Now, Dean, if he gets in the right position, I think he'd be a really good player, but I'm, I am curious about his change of direction, but um, Arkansas is being very aggressive. Um, it's going to be really interesting how, how they're on the upswing uh, right as Texas is getting ready to join the SEC. So that rivalry is going to be a, be, be alive and well again. Boy, I tell you what, you think about the state of Texas, Arkansas is going to be in, in conference now, LSU, uh, Oklahoma, and Texas and Texas A&M. I, I, there's going to be some knockdown drag outs in recruiting. Yeah. I, I just and, and I know NIL will play a role. And I know the, the high school principals, the, the high school coaches, yeah. the moms, the dads, the aunts, it's all there. Texas. We're, Texas joining the SEC is going to be good for Arkansas recruiting. You know, they're really going to be able to hit, hit Dallas and East Texas uh, really well. Yeah, a lot better, right? Yep. And, and that's your point is when they left the Southwest Conference, they kind of lost that natural tie-in uh, that right. they once had. Uh, you you also reported in on Friday's uh, humidor about some of the speed uh, measurements and whatnot of the team. Uh, I'm going to let you just kind of open it up for you and, and have you tell us, a little bit of what, what you found out and what you're reporting at this point. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I won't surprise anybody that Xavier Worthy has tested the fastest. And when they test them, it's by miles per hour. So, you know, that's not necessarily uh, who would win in 100 because, you know, you might not hit that top speed for, for a long enough time to win that race. But, you know, with Worthy, it's pretty easy to believe. I think he ran 10.55 as a sophomore, which is absolutely burning. Uh, the surprise one is the, 
Number two on the list is Jordan Whittington. You know, we had initially reported that he was the second fastest wide receiver, but we were doing that as a hedge because we wanted double confirmation on the fact that he was, you know, running the second fastest times on the team. Uh, and we got that. Uh, another another player, other players mentioned were Deshaun Jameson. Uh, really no surprise that anybody that's watched him on punt return will believe that pretty easily. Um, Jade Barron was a bit of a surprise. Um, you know, he's, you know, he's a player some people thought would be a safety. I had him as a corner coming out, but, uh, you know, it wasn't necessarily known as being a burner, but he's one of the fastest guys in the program right now. Um, I'll tell you, these guys can make jumps uh, in, in uh, strength and uh, conditioning, you know, and the guys that really work are going to see the biggest jumps. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keelan Robinson wasn't mentioned, so we need to check on him and see how he's doing. Um, he probably had the greatest display of speed last year on a breakaway run where he's just running past everybody. Yeah, uh, he has, he has, and you and I know that there's a difference between speed and acceleration. Yep. I mean, he's got that, that first five yards for him. It looks like he's shot out of a cannon sometimes. Yep. And some guys, some guys just carry their pads better too. You know, they play, they play faster in pads than they are, you know, Ruben Owens, we're trying to, we're trying to figure out what his fastest hundred is. We'll turn on the tape and he, he you know, he looks like about as fast as any running back you'll find. So, so it's different for everyone. Um, oh, Terrence Brooks, he's running well. He's getting faster as uh, the more he acclimates uh, in the strength and conditioning, and that's good. Uh, you know, Yeah, especially because, and you and I had thought about this prior to this call, he, he, that's especially good if Brooks, the freshman, his one um, uh, weakness, it was thought, might be his overall speed, right? Yeah, that might be the one reason that he would switch from, you know, corner to nickel or nickel to safety, uh, which, you know, it's still there, there are no concerns on him as being a good football player. But you do wonder uh, if he had the speed to play corner. Uh, and right now, I think, he, you know, it's encouraging that he's getting faster and faster. Um, right now, you know, he's probably fast enough to stick at corner. I don't haven't heard otherwise, but but that's encouraging. You just want to hear these guys that are, um, you know, answering the questions that they can before the pads actually come on. Gotcha. You have one other player that I thought was interesting. A linebacker, uh, you mentioned to me. What, uh, go ahead and uh, give that one. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Devin look. Richardson. Devin Richardson is interesting because you know he kind of got lost in the shuffle last year. He's new to the program. Didn't didn't uh, you know probably made his biggest mark playing fullback at times. He actually got got out there and got some good blocks at times. Um, yeah, he's he's one of the fastest. Uh, you know, I think he's over twenty miles an hour as a linebacker, which is good. And then he, you know, he's he's getting he's one of the stronger guys on the team as well. So. Um, you know, I, I had asked about him uh, before offseason really kicked off in middle of January. And I, I was told, you know, don't forget about him. Um, there's some ability there. And also, he's an extremely, extremely hard worker. And I think that's that that hard work is bearing out in the numbers that we're hearing. All right. Let's let's move on to a couple other things real quick. First, I want to mention um, one of the uh, recruits, Jerry and I and Justin and I have talked about and, and that, you know, uh, we we all feel is kind of important for Texas this year, Samaj Burrell out of North Crowley, the, the uh, linebacker, because we think he's that true middle linebacker that Texas is, is really needs uh, mm -hmm. to, to uh, kind of put uh, this defense together. Um, he, uh, Samaj, 
had come out of the Oklahoma visit this weekend, and it looked like Oklahoma had made really big move. Now, however, we find out, and, and this is good for Texas, he's scheduled now to visit Texas on, on uh, March 26th, as well as Ohio State on o April 2nd. So he's, he's making moves right now that mean that he's not ready to make a decision, so to speak, as much as he is going through the process in a more deep way. You read that the same way? Yeah, I talked to him Sunday for about 15 minutes after his OU visit. You know, that's, um, you know, if I'm getting a kid on the phone after he visits a rival school, you know, it <laughs> tells me that quite, there's quite a bit of interest in, in what's going on in that recruitment. Um, and we wanted to get his uh, impressions of that visit because, you know, we earmarked it uh, weeks before as being important given Venable's track record at uh, coaching linebackers. Um, yeah, he's, he, you know, he's, he's important for the reasons that, you know, we had questions about Carson Dean as far as his movement skills playing inside linebackers. So, you know, there's no, there aren't those concerns with Burrell. And then, you know, on top of it, he has a leadership intangible. In so I view him as a real priority in the class, and I think the staff does too. When I talked to him, he told me that he was, he, uh, was moving around the, o, the Texas visit, but he hadn't uh, rescheduled it, and he was going to Ohio State uh, on April 2nd. But I told our readership not to read anything into that, that he, was, he and his family were going to sit down and reschedule Texas. And usually when they do that, they, the, the, vi the visit gets bumped back further. But here they moved it forward. Uh, you know, so maybe read into a little bit of that. But uh, he definitely liked OU, liked the family atmosphere. Uh, I think if Texas can match that, I think, you, you know, UT will be right there in the thick of it. And then there's always an outlier when a guy goes to Ohio State. You know, they can be blown away pretty quick, given their track record and uh, development and all that. Gotcha. Um, Eric, I, I talked with, uh, I talked with Chris Del Conte yesterday and, and I, uh, we talked a lot about, uh, Texas athletics from, I mean, a number of different topics, uh, people, in case you didn't hear it, uh, please consider, uh, watching it because I think it's a revealing, uh, interview with him, but the, the, the overwhelming theme or one of the overwhelming themes I took away from it. And I want to get your take on this topic as a publisher of Inside Texas, you know, during your time covering Texas, um, do you feel like this is the first time where a lot of people are aligned? Because that's, that is one of the things I took away from that interview uh, was I felt like, okay, we've got Chris Del Conte, the director of athletics saying, um, let's go be top five in every sport. Let, we, we said top 10. Now let's go try to be top five. And then, you know, he mentions how uh, Jay Hartzell, the university president, wants that level of excellence, as well as said that Hartzell wants Texas to be the number one public institution in the country, not just, you know, a good public institution that has great athletes, but the number are great athletics, but the number one public institution in the company, our country. And then I know Kevin Altai, uh, as a, the chairman of the Board of Regents, is heavily involved in athletics, loves athletics. He was a, a, a force in getting Street Sarkeesian to Texas. Um, and I, I just feel like uh, for the first time, it, it's, it, it looks like everybody is not just rowing together and not just aligned, but they've got a common theme of what aligns them. Does that, does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And you know, I mean, that's that sense of alignment between those three Hartzell Del Conte and l -Type is when I, you know, I knew Herman's goose was cooked back in uh, October, November, two years ago. Um, 
But yeah, I think it's a similar dynamic to what Del Conte had at TCU as well. You know, those those three, him and the president's name, I'm drawing a blank on them. And then also uh, Gary Patterson were extremely close and all working in the same direction. But I get the sense that those three guys uh, not only have common goals, but but like each other and want to achieve things together. And, you know, that means a lot when everybody's on the same page. But I, I really like Hartzell's approach in particular because I, it's always been a frustration of mine that, you know, it seems like UT leadership is, has... Uh, put itself in a false choice of being an academic school or an athletic school when you can absolutely be both uh, given what the state produces and, and the tradition of Texas, both academically and athletically. So why can't they be great at the same time? I think Hartzell's, uh, you know, they've all got lofty goals, but I, I think I think Hartzell is the guy that's leading them in the right direction currently with that sort of mindset. You know, he's doing a lot of things on the, I saw them wanting to get more into electrical vehicles and some other, I, you know, I, I'm paying a cursory attention to what they're doing on the academic side. And it, it seems like they're being very bold and forward thinking. And I like that. And then, you know, on the same, uh, same token, I hire the right guy, the athletic director and, and let him do his thing and let him really prioritize athletics. And they're doing that. And then, but, you know, they get a lot of commitment from people as well. You know, that Moody Center, that just the money for that just didn't come out of thin air. So there's a lot of support behind the scenes. Once those guys got in alignment, um, they got the, uh, the the money behind them aligned as well. So let's not forget about the donor faction that uh, requires a lot of these dreams to come come alive. Yeah, I I, I think it, I think you're right, and I think that you know it's the alignment and the theme of the alignment, right? It's let's make Texas the best it absolutely can be. Let's make it number the number. I mean, that's a Making any school the number one school in the country is, you know, a lofty goal in and of itself. Um, there are other public schools that have as high or higher uh, academic profile, whether that's Michigan or UCLA or Cal Berkeley. Um, but, you know, there's no reason Texas can't be, especially given uh, the uh, academic profile as, I mean, it's very, very difficult to get into the University of Texas as a student these days. Um, likewise, the athletic programs are well-funded. Uh, yep. Some of them are performing at, at extremely high levels. And so you look at the, the totality of it and all of it is there, uh, but now everybody's moving into the, in the same direction. So uh, I think it was uh, encouraging to see. Uh, before I let you go, you have anything else uh, you're working on the rest of this week that people can look forward to on Inside Texas? Oh yeah, I've got a number of uh, articles that are being kicked around a couple interviews I need to write. I'm most looking forward to the Under Armour camp on uh, on Sunday in Arlington. I'm waiting for that uh, that that uh, roster to be released so I can go over that and see who I'm. You know, I'll write a preview about that. But I'm excited to go see that. It's really fun uh, this time of year to go see kids. Um, I'm you know really enjoyed talking to a lot of parents. You know, now at my advanced age, I'm no longer you know 32, 33. So I, I tend to talk to the to the parents more. Um, and so th those events are, are good for that. You know, you get to mingle with them and, and get, get a good sense of them. And, and a lot of times you can read a lot about the, where the kid's going by talking to their parent, even if the parent isn't really saying it, saying it very directly. Eric, thanks for your time. Texas spring ball, two weeks away. Uh, Eric Nalene joins us uh, in, uh, from Inside Texas, the publisher. Uh, for Eric, I'm Bobby Burton. Thanks for watching On Texas Football. Take care. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com.
Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.